episode of the B3 today is brought to you by Sensible Waste Consulting. You know you're probably overspending on your waste and recycling removal. You don't have to. Get back to doing what you do best in your business and let the folks at Sensible Waste Consulting deal with the waste companies on your behalf. Go to SensibleWaste.com for more information. The B3 Today is a production of Impulse Radio. All right, it is Thursday on the B3 Today. I'm glad you tuned in because I am in a great mood and I'm ready to go, man. One of my favorite segments of the week is today. We're going to talk to the voice of Indiana High School Golf at Indiana HS Golf. Going to talk about a big weekend last weekend. Things are going to shake up potentially in the rankings of the IHS GCA boys golf rankings and if they didn't they just may this coming weekend because lots of teams getting together so take a look at that we're going to talk about everything with high school golf with him and then we're going to get into a few other things that I'm excited about one of my favorite weekends of the year it is derby weekend we're going to talk about that my the derby always holds a special place in my heart because my grandmother absolutely loved it and we used to always have little thing at the house i love derby weekend i'm really really excited about that thank you of course to sensible waste consulting if you spend two thousand dollars or more a month or you know someone you do have them go to sensiblewaste.com i'm telling you it doesn't cost you a thing if they don't can't save you any money but if they can trust me it is well well worth it Travis Brett, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance, one agent for all your insurance needs, and the Frock Bridal, of course. You know someone getting married here in the next year or even two. Go see Maddie and her whole team at the Frock because uh, it'll be well worth your while. Before we do go, though, I want to say, hey, thank you to Coach Dalrymple and the North Davis Cougars, your 1A state champs. Got a nice card in the mail signed by the team thanking myself and, and Deco and the Todd father and everybody here at B3 for for the for the shows that we did and listen we we thank you guys you Cougars provided us with some great shows and we appreciate the time that you gave us so it was very nice gesture uh, classy organization up there that uh, that sent us a card so we we really really appreciate that we will hold on to that um, and display it proudly so um, we, we appreciate that coach Dow and the whole, the whole team up there. So let's, uh, let's not waste any more time. Let's uh, take a break here. We'll hear from our friends at the frock and then we will get to the voice of Indiana high school golf. All you B3 fans out there with future brides in the family. The focus of the Frock Bridal House is to provide a stress-free, pressure-free, and memorable day for each future bride. We want to provide a unique selection of gowns to allow our client to be their most elevated self. We strive to provide an atmosphere where all the focus is on you, the bride, providing your own private appointment with our undivided attention. We also work with smaller independent designers, which allow for choices not found at larger boutiques and endless customization options are available. We are located at 118 South College Avenue, Bloomington, Indiana, just a block off the square downtown. 
We are now open by appointment only. You can book that appointment online at thefrockbridal.com or email thefrockbridal at gmail.com with any questions. Unique selections, unforgettable experiences, a focus on what matters. We are the Frock Bridal House. All right. On the Travis Brett Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance Hotline, one of my favorite segments of the week. We've got the voice of Indiana High School Golf. Follow him at Twitter, Indiana HS Golf. How are you, my man? Brian, we're doing well, man. We're doing well. Hey, you, you mentioned the Twitter. It's at Indiana HS Golf. And two things, actually, if you don't mind, before we get going. Yes. Uh, first of all, just happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Um, they do a lot for our young men. They support them on weekends and obviously, you know, tons of things that are behind the scenes there. Um, I just booked a nail appointment for my wife this weekend. Um, nice. So thanks to all the mothers. And then secondly, um, we reached out to McCutcheon and we are making Saturday um, kind of a shout out to a young man who passed away about a year ago, Evan Anders. Um, nickname was Gibby. So if, if oh. you do visit the Twitter page, um, we're asking people to use the hashtag birdies for Gibby this weekend. Okay. Tweet out images of your young men doing great things, team photos. Uh, we just want to show support to the McCutcheon Mavericks, uh, family and obviously Evan's family as well. So, um, you'll see that on, on the Twitter page it, it'll be pinned all weekend. So we just want to spread some positive vibes that direction, yeah. uh, with that hashtag birdies for Gibby. So, um, your platform, maybe you can help us spread that news. Absolutely. As well. So, birdies hashtag birdies for Gibby, and then I think I saw you might look that Twitter uh, that Twitter page up for their golf. I think I saw they've got a scholarship. Uh, they do set up, so you might check that out as well as well while yep. you're there. Well, uh, like you said, what a weekend! One of my favorite Saturdays of the year. I love Derby Day. In my family, we always had, if not a big, a, a small Derby party. And uh, are you are you a are you a Derby guy? Were you ever into that? Yeah, I've, I've been I've been there once, kind of as a bucket list thing. But I, I agree with you. The, the fun thing about Derby Saturday is for us, it's it's a big tournament weekend too with the state preview. Optimistically, we're hoping the weather's going in a good direction. Early May is really exciting as coaches. You're about a month away from right. playing golf when it really matters. Hopefully, you're seeing your kids going progress in a, in a positive direction. Uh, it's one of my favorite weekends of the year, too, Brian. Well, I tell you, and and listen, I, I am so thankful we got in, in a top-flight invitational at Bloomington North. But even better, it's not a 1 or a 2 o'clock start. It's an 8.30, so I can get home, get a couple of, get a couple of cocktails in me, and really settle in for the Derby. So I think it's, it's fantastic. So let's dive into the weekend, man. Well, first of all, let's go back to last weekend. Going to be some shakeup in the rankings, you think? Ooh, I tell you what, uh, Josh Bryant at Westfield, those, <laughs> yeah. and and don't get me wrong, they, they have a lot of talent. So his brothers there at the top, one's a freshman and one's a one's a junior. Um, but Jake is kind of on fire right now. Yeah. Um, I mean, he shot 32 on the back nine at Prairie View, tipped out last night, um, and, and then medaled there. But yeah, that that 290 at Ewan, and that's a course they're familiar with. Uh, but I believe the best three scores there uh, were. Uh, excuse me, um, Westfield 290 is a crazy number anytime yeah. you see it anywhere. Right. Uh, and then they, they beat Garen by 10, and then Zinesville played better. They shot 305, and then I think Carmel was behind there. But, uh, yeah, I mean, West, Westfield, uh, 
speaking of May, it's kind of the time where they usually trend in that direction. But man, uh-huh. that that was quite a statement win for them uh, last weekend, and then um, down at the the Hall of Fame was super tightly contested, yeah. like uh, six teams within four strokes, I believe. Uh, three sixteen to three twenty at Rock Hollow. Valparaiso will be climbing. You know they they keep kind of trending in that in that direction too. Um, and, and you know down around you that Silver Creek team they will continue to climb. I mean that's that's a talented squad there too. Yeah, um, I, Crown I, Point. Crown Point's another one that comes to mind. They played great down there as well. Yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to the weekend. And I was kind of uh, that's what I was going to to segue into this weekend. It's you know talking about the Derby, and you mentioned you know starting to inch toward sectional time. I don't know if we're in the home stretch to use a horse racing term, but we're 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 definitely nearing the that final pole as we as we come around the the final turn. So what's up this weekend? You mentioned the state preview. What we got going on there? Yeah, so the the spring preview is what we call it. It's always kind of this weekend in May. And what it is is the 15 teams who advanced, that advanced the state last year. Okay. Uh, plus, there is a selection process for six other teams. Gotcha. So however many teams want to apply there, there's a committee, and they review those applications. So actually, it's, it's actually a bigger field uh, by five players in the state tournament. So it'll be 21 teams, 105 players, and it's at Prairie View. Uh, it will be a challenging setup, but um, – and I know that, that event down around you is pretty good, too. Uh, but really, the spring preview, in a lot of ways, is, is the best tournament that we have in the regular uh, in the regular schedule of the regular season. That's awesome. And, and how many teams did you say was there? Yeah, there are 21 teams. Okay. So pretty much, I mean, if you look at the rankings, yeah. I know that event down in Bloomington is going to draw some, uh, some teams as well. But I, I would anticipate six, at least 15 of the top top 20 I would think will be in that field wow uh, I haven't seen pairings of the field yet but we'll we'll get those out as soon as I as soon as I see those yeah that's awesome so yeah go to uh, at Indiana HS golf to to look for those and then the rankings will will be out um, down south like you said uh, uh, Bloomington North's got theirs uh, so that'll be some good stuff I'm um, talking about Prairie View. Um, for people that aren't familiar, have never been there, that's where the state finals are hosted. Can you just talk about that venue a little bit and 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 the the pluses, minuses, difficulties of that golf course? Yeah, absolutely. And the one thing I would encourage your listeners to, if you have not been to the state finals, you, you need to go. Yes. Um, yes. And, and this is kind of maybe a father and son thing. Take your son to the state finals, get a hotel, have dinner, and just go watch golf um, because it is it is a phenomenal event. The IHSA and Prairie View, uh, Doc O'Neill and his staff, Jake Peacock, they do just an outstanding job. It is awesome. Um, just it, it's it's a first class event. Uh, the golf course, though, it's it's challenging. It's the only Robert Trent Jones Jr. golf course in the state of Indiana, and uh, and his thing is like yeah, his thing is like follow the land and let the nature help you build an experience that players who play there won't forget. And that's a paraphrase of the vision, I believe. Yeah. Um, but it, it just, it's, it's beautiful. First of all, uh, it's incredibly challenging. 74.8 rating, 137 slope, but it's fair. And the biggest thing about Prairie view, it very quickly will separate the good from the great because you cannot stake it around the <laughs> golf course. Uh, I, I've played it in the fall a couple of times and, um, you can't slap it around there and scratch out a score. Yeah. You have to be, a, you got to be a player. Wow. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, and again, just to reiterate, go to the state finals. Uh, I can't, I can't encourage that enough. 
Um, it's an awesome experience. And like I said, Prairie View, is, they've been an outstanding host for us for a long time and uh they will continue to be in the future yeah, i think they're they, they've signed a contract to be there for another what five six years or so. yeah I, I, I think i think even beyond that a little bit yeah, yeah it's be. been extended it's been extended twice and i mean it's just it's everything from getting fans on and off the course quickly it's everything from parking right it's just, it, just the entire event is a phenomenal experience um we just hope that we have good weather and knock on wood We've been pretty fortunate on the on the boys' side to have pretty good weather. Yeah, we really have. Other than the wind down here, we we uh, we we've played in some in some hurricanes basically. But yeah, uh, and I'm talking specifically about the state. Sure, you know, yeah. the state tournament. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah you're right. Yeah, uh, for sure. Um, and and I've been up there. I've been there for more of the girls' uh, state finals than I than I have the boys. But yeah, uh, yeah really need it. Now, who all plays their home schedule there? I know Carmel does. Well, yeah. So I, I mean, it's uh, a lot of those indie teams bounce around quite a bit. Yeah. Um, I don't. So I don't necessarily know that it's a home course situation. Okay. Uh, but yeah, th- those teams around there will get on the course a little more. Yeah. Uh, than some other teams, perhaps. But I mean, you know, as well as I, the golf, the hole is the same size for everybody. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah. And the thing that I encourage is is if. You know, you're in a position where you think your team will get there. Get down oh. there and play practice rounds. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No. Get there. Because no. it, it really is. You need to play it a couple times to play it well, but every school in the state has the opportunity. Go there. It's right in the middle of the state. Go there. Get your boys on the golf course and uh, and have fun. You yeah. know, road trip, stay in a hotel. Play a practice round in in May and April. Yeah. yeah, and and anybody that listens to the show, it it has been a criticism. I talked to the IHSA director about it, but I, but like you said, you can go. I mean, it's it's not you know it's not a private course where you can't get on. So so there there's an answer to it. But I've, I've always felt like it was a question that needed to be asked, and it's been answered. So um, I'm good yeah. with it. Yeah, no problem. So what else? Anything else you want to talk about for the weekend? But it's going to be a great one. Yeah, I mean, and, and that the, the preview is is always a, a big event for us. <laughs> for rankings, it's nice too because finally you get everybody on the same course, in the right. same conditions, from the same distance. Because we try as hard as we can to know yardages and is it lift, clean, and play. Um, but I can tell you, it's going to be ball down. It's going to be seven thousand yards. Yeah, and um, and you're going to see uh, kind of the cream rise to the top there. Uh, on Saturday at, at Prairie View, um, I'm I'm, set, I'm setting the under over under at sixty nine and a half as far as medalists, and I, I, the under I think is going to be juiced, probably about minus two hundred. There are a lot of really good players. Oh, I um, like it. Yeah, yeah. So here you go. I, I made a list of four. I, a couple are dark horses a little bit. Okay. Northern part of the state. I like Ray Filter Crown Point. Um, I, I think he can maybe make a statement coming off a win last weekend. He was down at Rock Hollow. Uh, the, the, the Jake Caesar kid from Westfield is a freshman, but he's, he's feeling himself right now in the middle of the state. Cole Starnes from Hamilton Southeastern and Carter Smith down your way. Okay. Those, those are, those are my four. All right. If you're talking about, you're talking about ponies in, in the Derby on Saturday. Uh, those, those are my four. I don't want to call them favorites, but those are my picks right I there. love it. I love it. And I, I love the fact that you threw a number out there. I, I like that oh, yeah, we're, yeah. we're going out on a limb. That's awesome. I, I think, yeah, I, I don't think it's supposed to be very, very windy. So like I said, I, 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 if anything, I think that number would come down. Yeah. Um, wow. I, I think, I think you're going to see some scores. Uh, again, it's just a bunch of young quality, young man, quality programs, And the weather looks pretty good. So I, I I think somebody's going to get after it a little bit. That'll be awesome, guy. I can't wait till Friday, Friday Derby time, uh, mint juleps, and and looking at golf scores. What what can we ask for more? 
Absolutely. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I'll let you get back to your day. I appreciate it. Rankings come out about 2 o'clock tomorrow, something like that? Yep. We'll, we'll get them out between 1 and 2. Yep. Okay. Sounds good. Well, listen, you have a great Mother's Day weekend and a great Derby Day and, more importantly, a great golf day. I hey, appreciate you, Brian. Have All a good right, weekend. Pat. Take care. All right. That's awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Again, I always say it every week. Good to talk to somebody that is passionate about what they do. And, man, it is fun to talk about high school golf with someone that loves it, and he loves it, and so do I. And it is going to be a great weekend. That spring preview with all those teams coming together is going to be something else. I can't wait to watch. Westfield is playing some fantastic golf. They were ranked fifth last week. I think probably in the poll that comes out tomorrow, I think they're going to move up maybe at probably at worst third. I think Carmel's going to drop a bit potentially, and then we'll see. But listen, when it all comes down to it, just like my derby show tomorrow, it really doesn't matter what I say, man. It's what happens tomorrow. And and he put the number out there, 69-and-a-half on a real uh, uh, tipped-out golf course, and, and, you know, somebody's breaking 300 by a few strokes. So can't wait. Can't wait to see what goes on with these top teams at that tournament um, tomorrow. Bar Eve, like I said, for the local folks here and, and around Montgomery, they're going to Bloomington North. Uh, I'm not sure. I, I can't find the whole field there, so I, I'm not sure who all is there, and I wish I had that. I'm going to try to find that out and let you know tomorrow. But um, I'm glad to be back on the course. Those guys who uh, have been an honorable mention pick here early, earlier in the year, they've had a couple of weeks off because of their senior trip, so be good to get them back on the course. And then they've got a four-week stretch here of some real real tough golf. We're in the, we're in the, uh, the final the final stretch. And don't forget, birdies for Gibby. Hashtag birdies for Gibby. Look for that this week. And all you teams out there that are listening to this, make sure that you use that hashtag when you when you uh, highlight your kids this weekend. Um, what we want to talk about first. First off, my diet is actually going well. We talked about it on the big show, how it's uh, really not been going well. But this week, so far, so good. Derby Derby weekend's going to be a test, but the kid is, uh, is, is doing good so far. So that's my diet update. Okay, here's this deal real quick. I'm not going to spend a ton of time on this. But if you keep seeing this Johnny Depp thing and wonder what in the hell is going on with this, and even if you even care, but I'll give you the Cliff Notes version. Johnny Depp has a defamation case against Amber Heard, who was his uh, partner for for uh, several years. Basically, he is suing her. She wrote an op-ed for the Washington Post that did not call him an abuser, but she said, or did not call him abuser by name, but said that he. Uh, she was a survivor of abuse and, and suffered through abuse. Now, at the same time that she wrote that op-ed, there was a lawsuit going on in England that specifically uh, he was suing a uh, the son, which is a tabloid in England. He was suing them because they called him a, a wife beater. So you know you can put two and two together. He is suing her because he says that that cost him wages. That op-ed that he got dropped from Disney's Pirates of the Caribbean. 
and that cost him $22 million for Pirate 6, and then $17 million in uh, other films and endorsements, and and that, that, that cost him all of that money. And uh, he said it was all because of the, the events over that op-ed. Now, the herd side is saying that, well, it wasn't just because of this op-ed. I mean, there's plenty of erratic behavior. His, his actually, Richard Marks was his Hollywood, uh, his Hollywood witness who says, you know, he was a star. I mean, he, they do crazy stuff, but he didn't do this. But here's what's going to go not in his favor, I don't think, is that the judge in that Sun case in the United Kingdom said he is probably a domestic abuser. That's what this is. We'll see. He's suing for a whole ton of money because that's what he says he lost because of this op-ed that she wrote. Something that I have been saying for a long time and, you know, from the win Brino was right category, and I'm going to stand by this. I don't care how many points he scores. James Harden, I would not have him on any team that I'm a part of. I watched him last night in the playoffs, and I, I can't stand watching. I, uh, I hate basketball without movement, and he is a ball killer. And watching him last night um, just proved my point. I... I would I would rather not have him on my team. He was six of fifteen last night, one of five from the three point line. Uh, give me give me a, a team you know like or hate the Golden State Warriors, but and and they can dribble the ball, the air out of the ball at times too. But they they pass, they move, they they play basketball. I know I sound like an old man, but. I don't know. Give me that basketball. I, 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 I've watched James Harden lay way too many eggs in playoff basketball when games counted, game sevens, and suddenly he can't play. So I'll take that. Uh, another thing I've talked about many times is I don't know why in Major League Baseball we need a home plate umpire anymore. Major League Baseball says we don't have the technology. Well, that's funny. Sure seems to me like we do. Aaron Boone got into a one hell of an argument with an umpire and talked about uh, he was screamed that he's effing 6-7, talking about Aaron Judge. And they're calling strikes, you know, down around the guy's ankles and below his knees. And I, I don't, I don't understand why we can't have a just go by the strike zone that's in the rule book and and have a robot call it. I I will never understand that. And I I did not as much as I love Greg Maddox because he was a former Chicago Cub. I I could not stand the Atlanta Braves back in the '90s because they had their own strike zone. You know, their strike zone was about a foot off the plate and down around the ankles. And I I will never in my life understand how that happened, but. Um, I don't know. We, I, I don't know. Seems to me like we could just call balls and strikes with a, with a robot. You can call it on the screen and not have to have some guy with a big gut use his own decision. 
Uh, speaking of my Cubbies, they have predictably slid down to uh, their nine and fifteen now, only only ahead of the three and twenty-one and miserable Cincinnati Reds. They're in fourth place now. I said they were built for April. Deco corrected me and said they're built for early April. He he's going to be right on that one. Uh, I don't I don't understand how you can be. Um, a major market team, and I'm talking major market team. You could go out and in in 2016 and basically rent Araldus Chapman for the kind of money that they did. Go go spend that kind of money and and be able to pump dollars into a lineup to try to win one time. Let it all waste away, and now you're starting over. Uh, I don't know that lineup is awful, and I, I it it's just there's no reason to ever put a lineup out there like that when you got the money the Chicago Cubs do. So, uh, other things that we talked about on the show that I want to point out, we discussed at length the portal, and it's coming. I'm telling you, folks, this is going to get really, really ugly. This is really really going to hurt the sport in college athletics. Deion Sanders had a story today. And I want to talk about, we're talking about Deion Sanders, coach of Jackson State. This is a guy that, you know, when he thought he was going to get drafted by the Detroit Lions, said with a massive chain and shades that they need to put him on layaway. (laughs) This is a guy that, you know, was all about money. But he's talking about players worrying more about the NIL, name, image, likeness payments that you can get, worrying more about the NIL than the NFL. And that's what he wants you worrying about. He said it's becoming free agency. He said they're worried about the money. They're not worried about getting better. Focusing on getting to the next level and becoming good players. And it's going to be bad. It's bad, bad, bad for college sports. Bill Self said the same thing this week in an article. He says it's changing the playing field, and it, and it, it's not quite as level as what you, what you may think it could potentially be. And he used the term out of control. I think that's exactly where we're headed. You know, now you got kids. I think there's somebody from Miami, and honestly, I don't know if I remember if it was a football player or a basketball player, but he said, uh, you know, he wants to go where where the the NIL money's better. So now we're so now we're not only going to switch teams because we don't like our playing time or who's behind us or who's ahead of us or whatever, but now we're going to do it because our money's not good enough. I don't know. It's not good. Uh, what else before we get out of here? Oh, Vincent Lincoln hired a new basketball coach. Thought it was interesting where he comes from, Missouri Military Academy. He's coached in uh, in the Central Indiana area before, so we're gonna we'll try to get him on um, here over the next few shows. But but glad to see that Vincent Lincoln has ended their search and gonna have uh, gonna have some more searches going on. So that rumor mill can shut down. And the one that was floating around, no, Ryan Haywood was not 
going to leave Lagodi and go to Vincent's Lincoln. As I was told by several people, and I texted Coach Haywood a couple of weeks ago, and he said, nope, not true, 100% not true. Haven't applied, not interested. I am a Lagodi Lion. So there you go. All right, that's it for me today. Big weekend coming up. Derby show tomorrow. We're going to talk about all the horses. I'm uh, going to give you some, collect some information for you. Hopefully, it'll help you be a one-stop shop to collect your, to uh, collect your thoughts and make your bets. I'll do the work for you because I enjoy it. Maybe we can help you make some cash on Derby weekend. I've got a few people that I'm going to check in with, make sure that uh, there's no hot leads that I'm missing. Thanks to Indiana High School Golf at Indiana HS Golf on Twitter. The best follow if you enjoy that kind of stuff on Twitter. Don't forget this weekend, hashtag birdies for Gibby. If you highlight a high school golfer hitting a good shot, making birdies, doing all that good stuff. SensibleWaste.com, Travis Brett, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance, and, of course, the Frock Bridal. Lots of good things going on. going to be a great weekend. We'll talk to you tomorrow when we talk Kentucky Derby action. This has been the B3 Today. The B3 Today is a production of Impulse Radio.